Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Just the Tip, the shorter, smaller, much more manageable version of our Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. My name is D Rock. I'm joined by P Rock. What up? And back again for a third time is Mr. K Rock. K Rock. If you've been following this new podcast, <coughs> you know that we are doing the top 25 movies from the past 25 years. We are up to 2007. And P-Rock, have you been keeping track of how many times I picked your movies? No, yeah, of course you, you have. Yeah, uh, you have picked my movies a total of Go Fuck Yourself. <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, guys. Let's get right into it. What are your picks for 2007? 2007. Uh, D-Rock, I'm going to have to go with No Country for Old Men. It's Solid a good pick. movie. Solid it was, pick. uh, give me a second. Let me finish my fucking rant I'm here. Just congratulations uh, on your awesome pick, bro. It was made by, uh, the Cohen brothers. Well, the Cohen siblings. No. The brothers you're talking about, the ones who made Matrix. Wachowski, Wachowski siblings. Wachowski. Wachow. 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 <laughs> Sisters. You, it was those movies. Off oh, the rails. But you know what's Already. funny? Uh, funny anecdote. Did you know that um, the movie that uh, Steven Spielberg just made with uh, Tom Hanks? That movie. What's the name Bridge of it? Spice. Yeah, yo, that fucking movie was th- uh, was written by the uh, the Coen Brothers, and that shit is never fucking mentioned. I never really wanted to watch the movie. I was like, ah, it's a Steven Spielberg movie. I watch. I wait for it to come out on uh, on DVD or something. But it was fucking written by the the Coen brothers. Why the fuck is that not in the trailers? Maybe they didn't want to take the credit. They should have. If yo, the both of them Yo, the three of them. The fucking we got Tom Hanks, we got uh Steven Spielberg, and we got uh the Coen brothers. That's a layup. Fucking easy as a easy uh basket. They would have got my money. How did the movie turn out? Did you see it? No, nah, but I heard I heard good things. <laughs> uh, for 2007, I also picked No Country for Old Men. Um, Javier Bardem's performance, I think he definitely deserved that Oscar. I think one of the creepiest villains we've seen in a movie in a while. Um, what else? It was a good cat and mouse chase. Um, what I thought was really cool was that if you, if you pay close attention to the plot... Um, the, both the villain and the both the antagonist and the protagonist are experiencing like the same thing they're both going through the same thing but like opposite like you um <coughs> what's the name of the, the the main actor i forgot his name brolin uh, josh brolin josh brolin oh but i was thinking robert Redford. gets injured first um he's limping he's struggling and then you you see him attack Javier Bardem and Javier Bardem starts experiencing the same thing he goes through. Um, and I think overall the morality uh, of the film was really powerful. Uh, if you really think about it, the movie, it, like the plot is between Javier Bardem and Josh Brolin, but the story itself is actually about Tommy Lee Jones. You know, no country for old men. That That's who they're referring to in the movie. Because he's trying to catch up to this, catch, this cat and mouse chase and... He can't. Every time he shows up, it's he's too late. Yeah. Well, yep. that makes my decision easy. No country for old men. <coughs> but there was a lot of movies, man. You seem like a Ratatouille fan, though. 
That was a good movie. Patton yeah. Oswalt. Patton Oswalt does some serious solid work in yeah, that movie. I bet he does. I bet he does. You never saw that movie? No, I never seen it. You goddamn lie. Okay. Um, my 2008 movie that I picked was a uh, movie by the same guy. Not uh, not the Coen Brothers. Um, I've referenced this guy again or before for Snatch. Guy Ritchie. He made this movie and it's called. <clears throat> The Real Rock and Roller. And uh, there was another movie that came out that year that I just want to give a, uh, a head nod to, and that was Step Brothers. I like that movie, but it wasn't better than Real Rock and Roller. And that movie was good because uh, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. He's always, he has, uh, his ensemble is great. Editing, great. Uh, writing, perfect. The only thing that I don't... Uh, don't like is that the movie ended and they never made a part two. I'm waiting for you. Waiting out. I'm waiting out there for a part two to Real Rock and Roller. Uh, what else? That's pretty much it. I'm done. Uh, for 2008, I had to pick the biggest movie of that year. The movie that everyone talked about. The movie that no one would shut up about. Um, the Dark Knight can't forget Heath Ledger's performance um like I mentioned before Heat which was a great film direct influence on this film I think this is probably Christopher Nolan's masterpiece also the best Batman movie in that trilogy and the the Dark Knight was that movie that I watched and I immediately had to watch it again I had to watch it again, and I actually ended up buying tickets and watching it again right after watching it the first time. I've never done that before. <coughs> Gotta give it up to The Dark Knight, man. Heath Ledger's final performance? Yeah. One of his best. I don't know what shit he said. What did he say? <laughs> what movie did you pick? Rock and Roller. Some pretentious. It's English. He's got accent, so I like the movie a lot. <laughs> 2009 <laughs> My movie of choice is uh, By the same director Guy Ritchie Oh there's a shocker <coughs> Do they have accents in this movie too But this time they do have accents But they have an American playing a British guy uh, American by um, I mean maybe you guys don't know him uh, His name is uh, I forgot his name So <laughs> <laughs> I can't, uh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I got it. Robert. His name is Robert Downey Jr. I don't know if you guys know him or, well, I don't know. He's kind of a big deal over here. You almost forgot his name. Uh, I, I forget everybody's name. So, uh, <clears throat> the movie I picked was, uh, Sherlock Holmes. It's a good movie. I forgot about those movies. It was, uh, well edited. Uh, it's a, it's a new twist on the Sherlock Holmes franchise that was dying. Um, I mean, say one thing. I mean, say that the movie piece of shit, uh, Harry Potter was bad, was a bad, uh, movie, bad book, everything, but it did spice up, uh, Britain to, to venture out and get back into movies and stuff like that. I give them that because they did this Sherlock Holmes and not a lot of people liked it, but it has, uh, it has my heart, that movie. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> 
And um, that's all I got to say. Robert Downey Jr. has Pat's heart. That's good. He's to a know. good actor. He acts like himself in every movie. He's the likable, lovable billionaire, or douchebag. yeah, douchebag. So, he, I mean, he's been doing it ever since Weird Science, you know. And it's like, yeah, what are you gonna do? He's, he's that guy. He's the star quarterback, man. All right. Uh, the movie that I picked for 2009 <coughs> was Inglorious Bastards. I was wondering what you're gonna Quentin go with. Tarantino. Um, I think uh, the whole plot of the movie was really fun to watch. What if? What if the Jews got their revenge and uh, destroyed Adolf Hitler? Isn't that a cool plot? Isn't that a plot we would love to see? And we saw it. It was fun. Uh, delivery was great. Brad Pitt, I think, did a really good job. He was really funny. But um, what's the name of the villain? Christoph, Christoph Waltz. I think did an awesome performance. I think that was, I yeah, that was pretty much like our official time, like our official first time seeing him yeah. on the silver screen, and uh, we all loved it. Okay. We got an Oscar for it. Congratulations. About this guy, Christoph Waltz. He's uh, won a total of, I mean, two Oscars, right? Yeah. And he's won two Golden Globes. Two, right? Mm-hmm. Who keeps track at this point? <clears throat> for playing the same fucking characters. In both movies. That's all I got to say. So go ahead and uh, pick your thing. Um, it doesn't make no goddamn sense <laughs> to me how he can win. He played the basically the same characters in Glorious Bastard and Django. Oh, I could speak uh, three. I'm I could speak three languages. I mean, no big deal. Um, I'm here to save you. Uh, no big deal. Um, I can kill you just by a drop of a hat. No big deal. I'm that guy. I'm I'm cool because uh, I'm a, a fucking natural born killer. No big deal. That's him. You just don't like his accent. No, I don't like the fact that he won two Oscars for playing the same fucking roles. Do you think he deserved it the first time or yeah. he didn't deserve it the second time? Um, I felt that he deserved it in Inglorious, not in Django. So whatever, what you just said. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Inglorious. I'm sorry, our first three episodes of Just the Tip are going to be unlistenable because of Hacky McHapster over there. I'm sorry. Coughing I told you I got a year round cold. The time. And now it's he just blew his nose. Time blew his nose. The weather the outside mic. is frightful. We live in South and Florida. There's no so excuse. Delightful. And since there's no place to go. And he has no. Regard let for our health because he's just sitting coughing on Inglorious Bastards. Next. <laughs> 2010, yes. I chose another movie that was the most talked about film by my boy C. Nolan <laughs> Inception. <coughs> Who has not heard of that movie, Inception? It is in pop culture, it is used as an. An adjective and a noun. <laughs> I remember watching... Wow, my voice is cranked again. <laughs> I remember watching Inception. Everyone's reaction at the spinning top at the end was priceless. <laughs> you coughing over everybody all the time. Um, what else? Three straight podcasts. Inception. Guys, how many message boards were created after that movie came out on people trying to translate the ending of that film. Was it a dream? 
Was it a reality? Only one person knows. Actually, technically, two people know. Uh, Christopher Nolan and the editor. You're welcome. And, but wait, what did they say? Did they ever explain what it was? No, he never. This is, this is what I love about Christopher Nolan. They interviewed him. Uh, Wired Magazine interviewed him like a couple years after Inception came out to finally get the answer out of him. Was Leonardo DiCaprio dreaming or not? And he still didn't answer the question. His answer was the top... Leonardo DiCaprio looking away from the top and, and hugging his kids was the ending of the movie. It was him letting go and not caring if it was a dream or not. And then the guy interviewing him replied with, okay, but was he dreaming? And to this day, nobody knows. He was dreaming then. That response just let me know that he was dreaming. You know you know how I just came up with that answer? Because I have an outside, I have fresh eyes on this. And I have an outside look on it. So I'm just going, he's still dreaming. He's still in that, uh, that coma state. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that because the movie ends before I anything. I know. And the tops begins to wobble. I know it wobbles, but it doesn't fall. Just like it's a sturdy. Weeble. You don't know that. It's sturdy. Then, and on top of that, somebody actually uh, spent the top, and they judge how fast uh, the speed that that top was going in the movie, and how fast it was going here. And in real life, that top would have already fell, but in the movie, it didn't. But you see, the fact that you're seeing all that mm. means how deep of an impact that movie left. You're talking about the speed of the spinning top in the movie. Who's Who talks about things like that? Who does that? What movie causes people to discuss that? <coughs> um, I know one movie. Guy Ritchie movies. Oh, God. Jeez. Every single one of them. But I also uh, chose Inception as well. But that was also a bad year. That was a bad year for uh, for movies. 2010. It had the Social Network. Oh shit! How the to Train Your Dragon. Good. I like the Social. Wait, maybe that was a True Grit. Oh, King Speech. Oh my gosh. Maybe I take that back. That wasn't a bad year for movies. That's a good year for movies. That was a good year for movies. Animal Kingdom. Get okay, fuck out. 127 days. Last train home. A profit. Un profit. My bad. Uh, the town. Oh, that was a good year. 2010 was a good year for movie, for real. Yeah, Inception <coughs> is number 26 on the list. So you both chose the same movie. Yeah. Well done. Moving on to 2011. <laughs> <laughs> no feedback? I got nothing, man. Everything's been said. 2011. Okay, 2011... Sucked. What? <coughs> Let me see. Harry Potter, the artist, a separation, the Muppets, Project Neem. Poet. You even wrote bad year on your notes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, 2011. I'm picking Moneyball. There's nothing in 2011. You picked Moneyball. I liked Moneyball. Uh, the performances. Drive, you guys. Oh, drive. Fucking yeah. drive. Yeah. That's my movie for 2011. But I don't know. I really like Drive, but I think um, the script writing for Moneyball, I think, hit the nail on the head. It was written by Andy Sorkin, who also wrote The Social Network. Also, I think the performances from Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill were really good. I never yeah, saw but, Moneyball. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I like the movie, but. 
don't know. 2011 for me was just a bad year. X Men First Class, you guys. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's not Attack the Blood. No, you know, you know what my list is based on. Like, if I was on a desert island, a deserted island. Fucking hate when people say that other shit. Desert island. So you're just saying that it just got no water and it's a barren wasteland? No. I'm saying a deserted island. And these are the only movies that I could watch. Like this is it. You can you you have all the food, you have everything like this, and you can only bring twenty five movies. You have to pick one movie from each year that you have to watch. This is the movies that you're gonna be watching for the rest of your life. Which movies this is the way I made my list and I've got everything from drama and everything to uh, comedy. Oh, and on top of that, uh, 2011, I also <clears throat> put Crazy Stupid Love. Because that was one of those movies that uh, they gave me for free on uh, one of those uh, those internet websites like uh, Voodoo. Yeah, and uh, I watched it and I was like, yo, this movie is not that bad. It was a pretty funny uh, romantic comedy. And you know what? I don't think my my list has any romantic comedies or any. Uh, well, I'm gonna call fifth uh, the Fifth Element a romantic comedy kind of. <laughs> really? Yeah. <coughs> the last thing I would call it. Multi boss man. Multi-boss. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with Drive on this one. Loved it. Just the whole feel, the way it was shot. Okay. The colors. All right. I like the colors. The colors. The soundtrack. <laughs> I know Pat likes that song. Yeah, that soundtrack is the shit. I still listen to that shit to the date. But, uh... <coughs> oh, jeez. This might be his last podcast, you guys. 2012. The year of our Lord. <laughs> My movie is a movie that uh everybody's seen probably once, twice, three times or later. It is The Avengers. That's it. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm going with. Well, what, what do you like about the Avengers? What not to like about the Avengers? It has all your characters that you grew up watching, reading about, and uh, thinking about. All in one movie. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, when I'm talking about thinking about, I'm, think, I'm talking about uh, Black Widow. Yeah, we got that. Oh, okay. Uh, the movie because that I... she's hot. Yep. Scarlett Johansson. Got it. <laughs> the movie that I picked for 2012 was Skyfall. Um, I think Casino Royale was a great, probably one of the best uh, James Bond films. Uh, it got a little watered down with a quantum of solace or solace, however you pronounce it. Uh-huh. Uh, but Skyfall was a, it was it was like revenge. He came back. Um, Sam Mendes directed it. Sam Mendes is an awesome British director. Uh, I think the cinematography was great. He brought the action back. He brought back everything that we loved about James Bond. He brought back the creepy villain, played by Javier Bardem. Um, yeah. That was my pick for 2012. Where do you rank Daniel Craig amongst 007? Uh, I think he is the second best after Sean Connery. Really? <coughs> yeah. yeah. I like him too. You ever see uh, Lair Cake? No. It's a good movie. It's one of his first movies. But, um, but, um, ah, tough. I mean, I like both those movies. I'm not in love with both those movies. I guess, I guess I gotta go with Avengers just from what sprung from that. And, uh, was this? No. 
you wouldn't say that was the start of all the superhero craze in movies. No. This is the start of all the superhero together. Nice. Togetherness. Like togetherness. Before everybody love everybody. Movies. But this was like a build up to that movie. It was like everything else was foreplay. We just had sex, you know. This movie was sex. Thank you. That was gross. <coughs> Moving on to 2013. Um, I say that this year was a bad year for movies. Um, <coughs> my movie that I chose was This Is The End. Uh, the movie was fucking hilarious. I did not expect that much. We saw a sneak preview of the movie. This, this is why I enjoyed the movie. Uh, we saw it for free. It was a sneak preview. I was with my friends. We fucking... We were talking about it when we were on the drive home, walking home. We we're talking about the movie. We we're talking about all these fucking uh, uh, shit that we missed. Yo, the movie was so funny that people were laughing and they were telling, they were still telling jokes, and we missed those jokes. And I saw those jokes later when I saw it again. I'm like, yo, I did not see this. I did not hear this. That's why I enjoyed that movie. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a funny movie. <clears throat> Now, any movie that you can walk out of the movie theater and you're still talking about it when you're walking out, chances are it's either a really good movie or it's a really bad movie. And I don't think anyone was not smiling at the end of the movie when Backstreet Boys came out. Oh, yeah. It was like it was well-deserved. It was a well-deserved ending. Uh, The movie that I picked for 2013 (laughs) is, I think, um, the most underrated movie of 2013, Prisoners. With Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. This was a movie that I thought deserved so many awards at the Oscars. Uh, They were only nominated for Best Cinematography. Um, But this movie is one big mindfuck of a movie. Uh, For those who who have not seen the movie Prisoners, basically Hugh Jackman's daughter and his neighbor's daughter get kidnapped on Thanksgiving. He goes on like a manhunt to find the guy who kidnapped them. They find the guy, but they have no proof that the guy kidnapped his daughter. So the police don't really want to help him out that much since they don't have the evidence. So Hugh Jackman takes matters into his own hands. He kidnaps (coughs) the kidnapper and tortures him. Meanwhile, Jake Gyllenhaal is going around the town trying to look for the real person who he thinks probably kidnapped the children. Um... And he starts discovering all these things about that town, and he gets caught into this maze, this mental maze, and it's a really dark but awesome movie. Yeah, I wanted to see that. I never actually checked that out. That was one of those movies that if you talk to certain people, they said, oh, yeah, there's going to be a part two to that movie. And you're like, no, this movie should not have a part two. Oh, should just and I don't want to spoil it, but the, I think the reason why people said that is because that ending was spectacular. Yeah. It had like a ending similar to Inception. Yeah, and yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, this movie should not have a part two. It should end just like this. If it's a part two to the movie, it should be based on another story. But it should never. They should never bring up that whole story about what happened between those people because I'm happy. I'm satisfied with just that. That ending was perfect. Well, I never saw Prisoners, so I'm gonna have to go. Is this the end? It was a funny movie. Still watch it to this day. If it comes on TV, I'll sit down there and watch it. Hilarity for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The also that came out this year is The World's End, which is a similar themed movie, 
but with a bunch of people with accents, Pat. Surprised you didn't pick up on that one. 2014, <laughs> my movie of choice was a movie that was just like Avengers. It's called uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. A fucking a brilliant ass soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is going to outlive the movie itself. Um, <coughs> the banter between all the characters are fucking spot on. Wait, spot on from what? What the fuck am I talking about? I'm just saying words now. I think the banter between all the characters are are good. Because I couldn't <laughs> find a better word. This spot on. Um, everything is just perfect. Like, that's one of those movies that you just wish that you were on the set. It's like a J.J. Abrams movie. It's like, man, when you look at the behind the scene footage, it's like, man, I wish I was on set. Because it just seemed like everybody was just having a good time. And that's my movie. My pick was Birdman, although I'm torn because I really loved Interstellar. I think Interstellar had an amazing soundtrack, amazing cinematography, amazing visual effects. We all went to go see it. We saw it in IMAX. Watching that movie in IMAX was the equivalent of riding a roller coaster. I mean, just such a great, great like mindfuck of a film um, but I don't know why I'd, I ended up picking Birdman I really, <laughs> I really liked Birdman though Birdman when I walked out of the theater I would not stop talking about how entertained I was throughout the whole film I think Birdman was just pure good entertainment it was a return of Michael Keaton I know I'm not the only person who was excited for his return he got he won the Oscar, right? Or no? I don't think he did. He did. He did. Right? Huh. Yeah, he won the Oscar Good for him for best uh, lead, which he totally, I think, deserved it. Um, and now I'm excited to see more work from the director. I can't even pronounce his name. Inuritu. All I know is that. Uh, <coughs> oh, just for everybody wondering, the the lady who actually gave uh, gave us. The 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 information that uh Michael Keaton won the Oscar was Yada and she doesn't want to say anything on the mic. She's been here for three weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Three she keeps weeks. coming back, but she just won't say anything. <laughs> she just doesn't want to say anything on the mic. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. She doesn't even want to say hi. Can you say hi, please? Hi. Boom. That's it. That's all we That's get. All you get. That's all we get. <laughs> but um. <clears throat> Another thing about Michael Keaton is that uh, he actually started off as just doing like funny movies and shit like that. That's why I really like the fact that he won an Oscar. If he did, I don't know. You don't, That's trust, where you don't trust her? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that he did, but if he did, yo, I'm happy because I like when a lot of people, because my whole thing is that, yo, if you could do comedy, you could do anything. Because you can play with people emotionally. You can, making people laugh is fucking difficult. And people who can make me laugh and shit like that is like, man, you got one up. And mm, that's just my thoughts. God. All right. I'm going with Birdman. <laughs> 2014. And that's it, right? So, I mean, 2015, obviously, we can't yeah, call four, it. 14. We can't call it because it's too early. Yeah, it's too um, early right now. And Even also, there's at a the lot end of, of the movies year. I haven't seen this year. I'm actually disappointed in myself. I wanted to see Sicario. I didn't see it. I wanted to see Steve Jobs. Still haven't seen it. Um, 
but there a ton, there's a ton of other movies that I didn't see this year that I really wanted to see. I know I did see Straight Outta Compton. That was a fun movie. It was a really good movie. Um, I think we're all... Everyone out there who's listening is pretty much excited about the new Star Wars film. Um, I'm super excited. We'll see if that ends up being our uh, oh, number okay. one pick for 2015. Oh. Nominee. 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 We're just getting confirmation about the Oscar. What's he, up, Pat? Uh, he was an Oscar nominee. But he did not win it. Yes. Wait, who, oh, he did win. No. no he didn't. Nominee. Oh, mm. oh, was it the guy from the... Oh, yeah, he did. He did. That, that supporting... Oh, as a supporting oh, yeah. actor. And who won Best Actor? <coughs> who did? I don't know. We, we were trying to figure out who won. Uh, we have a team of... Uh, of We have a team of a team experts... Of who are just on their computers and lab of interns, and they're just looking up this information. We have the slowest of internet connections, so that's why. Do it, or so you're long. all fired. <laughs> so as of right now, we are not really sure who won an Oscar and uh, for best male performance. Oh, Eddie, this guy from the Theory of Everything. Oh, the Theory of Evolu- uh the Theory of Everything. So Eddie, yeah, this guy Stephen won Hawking. the Oscar. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, uh, with that information that I just found out, I'm a little pissed. But because uh, he hates paraplegics. No, because that dude was also in that movie that had uh, Mila Kunis in it. That uh, it was that oh, movie that's supposed to Jupiter be. Ascending. Yeah, the Jupiter. Ascending. Oh yeah. And you saw him in the trailer when he was. He had his voice. I'm gonna talk like this. I'm like, oh my gosh! I never want to see that movie. I never want to see this guy again. <laughs> dude, in, in the movie, did he just play a, a paraplegic? Right. And yeah. the whole time, hey man, people were just doing whatever. It was Murder Ballpark too? That's messed the up. The reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's been just the tip podcast. My yeah. name's Ben D Rock. Thank. Has your name Ben D Rock? My name's Ben D Rock this whole time. No, nah, nah, not the whole time. Because I mean, he's been asshole, ass clown, dick eater, <laughs> bitch, cunt. Hey, I don't hey, know. You can't we've been say called that on the different names. I mean, he's been, mostly by you. But as of right now, he's going by D Rock. But I don't know a minute from now what he's going to be called. I'm not really sure. Probably a cuss word. Ooh, cuss word. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you manana. Manana. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>